everybody so yeah let's get into it it's our first ever not a status quo podcast and i just thought it was like just really weird that i'm going down my feed right and steph curry is now vlogging and his very first guest is none other than kevin hart himself mr vlogger himself entrepreneur future billionaire comedian and uh, i haven't actually watched the episode yet but I was just so impressed because Steph Curry has grown, y'all, in the past three to four years. He is no longer a basketball player. He is like a true, legit businessman. He He's created a few mu- movies through his production company. He has a great shoe deal. He has all types of sponsorships. Um, his brother's part of his sponsorship team now. You know, you see him creating his own shoe. You got Aisha Curry doing her own thing. So they're like legit, you know, a business family right now and really, you know, creating a great brand for himself so that way he can fall back on something after basketball. And so I'm, I'm interested to see what exactly his <laughs> his vlog has in store he he has like this really great personality um even though I can't stand him when he plays my rockets uh I really can't but I like him as a person um I like the fact that they did a kind of like a, a soul soul online like a soul soul Sunday type thing that you would see on BET they did that on their Instagram page and just did like a whole a whole worship time and I thought that that was interesting um just kind of goes in line with his brand and then he's also going to be doing some type of trivia next week which everyone is doing right now um even Joey Fatone from NSYNC is going to be doing some type of TV trivia so I just think it's really cool that uh Steph Curry has been able to really you know expand his brand and and just become you know this future mogul i'm i'm very surprised because lebron is usually that guy you know he's been on tiktok with his family and hanging out with them but i do find it interesting that he hasn't really you know done something of this sense um i think he was on a podcast maybe a week ago i think but you know, the things that Steph Curry is doing, you really expect that from LeBron James. So maybe he has something more in store. You know, maybe he was just waiting to see how the how this this postponement of their season goes. And, you know, he really didn't focus in, in on it. But uh, it looks like, for the most part, we're going to be in this thing at least until May. It's going to be May until we get out. But, yeah, very proud of Steph. Very proud. But uh, on to some other stuff. Um, NASCAR is, I would say, leading the pack right now when it comes to just connecting with their fans 
on a social media platform. They have created the iRacing Pro Invitational. Uh, for those of you who do not know iRacing, it's just basically, you know, amateurs are usually going head to head on a computerized uh, track. They have their cars, but it's just like them um, in a race. It's kind of the thing that it's kind of like a stimulation that that the uh, drivers actually use to kind of help them when they're when they're trying to train before they go on a, a particular track and that's basically what it is and a stimulation you're in a you're in a, a self-made car you have to pit when you need to pit um you get vibrations your car moves around your your stem car moves around like you would if you're on the track and so they invited pros and for for me it's great because Dell Jr has been participating in it and me being a Dell Jr fan it's just really fun to kind of see him race even though it's virtual racing it's just really fun to see him um I really wish Martin Truex Jr was doing it as well but I think someone has his car number so that may be the reason why he's not doing it but yeah, people like Kyle Busch and Kurt and uh, Denny Hamlin won the very first race that they did this year. But I just think it's really cool that NASCAR is doing that. And they're using their TV time to actually broadcast these iRacing races. So even if you're just a regular fan that maybe don't have internet or maybe you're not connected that way, you're still able to watch your favorite drivers or you're still able to at least watch NASCAR on TV. So I thought that that was just genius in, 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 in just being able to do that. Um, but yeah, they're leading the way. And I know that the NBA just did a NBA 2k 20 tournament. I heard Pat Bev was being Pat Bev. (laughs) I wasn't able to watch it, but I think that's one of the things where, you know, yes, we're at home and, and, and our families and husbands and wives are driving is all crazy, but we still have a lot of things to do. Like I know for me personally, I'm working at home. So when I'm done, you know, I'm, I'm not in the mood to be on internet or on, on Instagram or anything. Cause I've been looking at a, a computer screen for the past eight hours and I just want to go and relax and, you know, maybe just watch TV or something like that, or, or just lay in my bed. So I just kind of, I thought it was a great idea that the NBA definitely did the NBA 2K tournament, but I think that they should take a book, uh, a page out of NASCAR's book and, and try to get that broadcast and let the fans actually see it, whether it's through Bleacher Report. Maybe it was through Bleacher Report. I don't know. Cause like I said, I, I didn't see the actual tournament. I have no idea exactly how they streamed it, but I thought it, I thought it would just be really cool if they could like just show that on TV, you know, ESPN ain't really report nothing. You know, that could be one of the things that that we watch. Um, We're not doing anything anyway, so put as much stuff and much content as possible on TV. And that kind of leads me into the fact that, for me personally, I'm very disappointed in the MLS and in the WNBA. Mainly because, you know, you have Sue Bird out here with Megan Rapinoe. She's doing, like, a really cool live on her Instagram. You got uh, Candace Parker and Ledlow, obviously, doing their show and their podcast. You got The Boardroom doing their podcast as well. But what, And then you even have MLS players, uh, U.S. women national players, and, and, men na- and U.S. men national players, a couple of MLS players watching old video old old games and and commentating and that's great but I just think that they can go further than that they can you know do tournaments and and have them live streaming and have them on tv and and I just think that they're not really taking advantage 
of this time. You know, MLB, NHL, all of them should be taking this opportunity to really market their sport. You know, here in America, we all know that football runs the world. Basketball is a close second. You know, baseball is getting up there as well. Um, I would say that, you know, not that many people like to watch it. They prefer to play it more. But this is like that time, WNBA, NHL, you know, rugby, whatever you're doing that is not necessarily seen as like a popular sport or a sport that you're going to get a lot of views on because of when you may actually broadcast your games. This is a perfect time for you to get in front of people when they're not doing nothing and, and really promote your sport. So when we go back to our regular lives and your season starts, people are more inclined to watch you and come to your games. And I'm just very just disappointed in the marketing aspect of the WNBA and MLS, mainly because they didn't have to have to wait and deal with what the NBA had to deal with, which is, you know, the NBA had to determine, like, are we going to be able to come back, you know, should what should our our deadline be for all this stuff so and plus they're in season whereas the WNBA they technically hasn't officially started their season MLS technically hadn't started their season they were kind of in preseason at the time when this occurred so you have time to really put some stuff together but like I said I know I get it I get that you know it's difficult to plan We're it's really only about three weeks into this quarantine and everyone's just trying to get their bearings. I totally, totally get that. But I expect to see more in the upcoming weeks, especially since we're not going back to doing anything until May. I think California can't do anything until June. I expect a lot more from other sports organizations when it comes to promoting to us as fans and and really, you know, showcasing that sport. Um, I really think that's, I really don't know what else is going on. You know, yeah, if, if they're not on TikTok, people are on, on podcasts. If, if they're not podcasting, they're on their Instagrams. But everybody, I think even even the athletes are really taking advantage of this time to just kind of chill and relax and kind of recharge. And there's no shame in that. There really isn't. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm very interested to see that. I'm also very interested for those of you who do not know, um, the commissioner of baseball did say that they have reached a a punishment for the Red Sox. He just hasn't put it on paper yet because of everything that's going on. And I just want to say for all you people that are bashing the Astros, not saying they don't deserve it. They did cheat. You know, I'm not saying cheating is right, but I want y'all to keep that same energy. Keep that same energy when this report comes out about the Red Sox. Okay. I want you to keep that same energy. I don't want to, oh no, they're the Boston Red Sox. You know, we got to treat them like we treat the Yankees and the Dodgers. No, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that at all. You keep that same energy. You make sure that the Red Sox band, uh, brand is, is, is done for. I don't want to hear that. And, and it irritates me because I feel like, oh, everybody's just going after the Astros, forgetting that the Red Sox were under the same exact, you know, investigation. They also won a World Series. Are you trying? I don't hear anybody saying, oh, we need to take the Red Sox. And maybe you're waiting for the report. But we all know they did it. We all know they did it. Hell. Like, come on, y'all. I just, <clears throat> I'm upset as a fan fan base you know you know stop 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 just pointing the finger at one person 
I, I can't wait to see if if reports come out that the Yankees were stealing signs. You know, all y'all talking all that mess. That would be fun. Well, give, give Aaron Judge back his, his MVP. Dude didn't earn it, okay? He didn't earn it. I don't care if he is 7'10". He didn't earn it. Altuve won it. It's over, okay? And and last time I checked, if he was so amazing, he could have won it the next year. And the next year, and what, what, what going to happen? He didn't win nothing. So, you know, your boy ain't that big, okay? He's big in size, but not big in play. That's all I'm going to say about that. Anyway... Y'all have a great day, and I will see you guys next week on Not A Status Quo Podcast. Peace out.